Hey, good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here. Welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I'm grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. Can someone be motivated to cheat? Now think about it carefully. Can someone be motivated to cheat? I think anybody that cheats is motivated to cheat. When you think about it, think about it in grade school or in school, and maybe your dad says, get an A and I'll give you this. Or maybe he says, get a D and you'll get this. Kind of that carrot and stick approach, right? And I think as we move into other life, when we start looking at consequences or shortcuts, or there's pressure put on us through goal setting or traditional way of motivating our family, motivating our employees, etc. When you put that kind of pressure, people find reasons to cheat. They're motivated to cheat. There's either a reward or a penalty. Let me ask you another question. Can people be inspired to cheat? Now you're going to have to work to find some exceptions to that. It's like the two words don't even go together, do they? If you've been around me for a while this last month or two, I've been really, really focused in on those two things. And the power of inspiration versus motivation. Motivation has deadlines. Motivation is temporary. Inspiration is permanent. You know, is the world changing? Is work changing? Is the workplace changing? Are workers changing? How about choice? Is choice changing? We have more choices now than we've ever had. And so do our employees and so do our children. But has leadership changed? In Stephen M. R. Covey's latest book that just came out April 4th, if you haven't got it, you've got to get it. It's called Trust and Inspire. Now, I was fortunate. You can see the difference. This is the brand new copy. I got the advanced proof quite a few months ago. It's hammered. I've got so many notes in here, and I continue to read it and reread it. It's that kind of a book. You don't want to just say, Oh, yeah, I read it and it was interesting. You want to say, I read it and this is what I did about it. Read it and this is what I did about it. And then the river, the river, the thrivers and our network there, we're all out focused with arrows out and taking this to practice. So I encourage you, get this book, Trust and Inspire. You know, I was talking with my good friend and colleague and he and his wife, Micah, are in the river. And uh, he recently said the following, a lot of wisdom. He said, first of all, everyone is a chief problem finder. Everyone is a chief problem finder. But leaders are chief problem solvers. But inspired leaders solve problems before they emerge. Now, I might say inspired leaders, but you could say inspiring leaders. Because inspired leaders are inspired to inspire, and they then are inspiring. So how might you and how might I, how might we become even more trusted and even more inspired in this crazy world? You know, there's so much now that's either the carrot or the stick. It's command and control. And I can give you examples where people in the river, people outside the river, we could go on and on. 
are reaching out now with this trust and inspire mindset. And I can't tell you the difference that it's making. And it's critical. It's critical as we move forward in the world that we're in right now. You know, it's, um, I love the quote that's uh, from Stephen Covey, Stephen, the, the, um, Stephen M.R. Covey's dad, where he said, we only have two bequests to our children, roots and wings. And I'm here to say to you that if you're going to give your children strong roots and you're going to give them wings to fly by, it's not going to be by motivating them with the carrot and the stick. It's going to be by inspiring them with the lessons of your past and inspiring them with an even greater future so that they can inspire others. Let's continue digging on this, shall we? I think there's so much there for us to learn and so much there that we can use to give to others. Make it an inspiring week. We'll talk next week. Bye-bye.